Welcome, everybody, to episode 165 of the Two on Three podcast, where two of your friends take on three topics in 30 minutes. You should follow us at Two on Three Pod on Twitter, and you can send us email at holla, holla. at Two on Three Pod.com. You know how much we love to hear from you. I'm Chris, and you can find me hiding out in a tropical hideaway at CD Villasenor on Twitter. And with me, per usual, is Ty. Where can we find you not leaving your house? Still. <laughs> you can find me. I'm not even lamenting it anymore. It just is at SEATJK. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, yes, I am doing this from the tropical hideaway. And Ty is shaking his head at me. <laughs> but, but because here's the deal. Uh, after a year <laughs> indoors, like... Like it was fine for like nine months. Sure. But really, since the since the new year, or just right, or like maybe December, right around the holidays, man, the like things started to crumble around the edges. Like people were were literally struggling. I mean, to the point where you know you almost have to call. You have to basically call in some help. You know these kinds mm-hmm. of things. And so I was thinking, God, maybe maybe we could find a place to. To, to to get away right so in looking at all this stuff you know we, I came to the I came to the conclusion that we had some opportunities you know through parental con, you know, condo credits and all this kind of stuff that we could go pretty much anywhere we wanted so are you doing it, segment one aren't we going to talk about your vacation isn't that the whole thing am I doing segment one I am I feel like you're just diving right in I am, because I, I just wanted to talk about it. Can we just dive into it? Let's just dive into segment one. Sorry, fine, since I'm doing fine. it. And we'll, and we'll round back. That's fine. We'll have, we can have an extended OT. Okay, great. All right. Segment number one. So, so here I am looking at places where you could go. And I was thinking about all the crazy shit that goes on. Like You see like Florida is just packed with people, all this other stuff. So I thought to myself, instead of choosing the place that has the least COVID restrictions, what if I chose the place that had the most COVID restrictions? Sure. Which brings us to Kauai in Hawaii, Mm -hmm. which has this three-day resort bubble that you have to get into. They give you a a Bluetooth wristband. Nice. That I'm showing you in my video right now. Yeah, yeah. And if you leave the bubble, like, they'll either kick, they'll either Find you immensely, and toss you out of the, toss you off the island, or you know, or I don't know, go to jail. I don't even really know, but you have to get a, a negative COVID test within thirty uh, three days of leaving. You have to be in the COVID bubble for three days. At the end of the third day, you have to get another COVID test that goes negative, and after that, they'll let you roam the island freely. Okay. No. Aren't you supposed to be like screaming about your rights or something at this no. point? No. 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 <laughs> what, you mean, no. Not you're at all. That, you're saying that mild inconvenience for the safety of others is actually an okay thing. So yes. So now, <laughs> yes. So that's what I'm totally fine with because, you know, we do this all the time in IT, right? There's this. There's always this trade-off between security and convenience. It's much easier for me to put in a three-letter password. <laughs> But we don't allow three-letter <laughs> passwords, right? right? Multi-factor authentication is a thing. This is like COVID multi-factor authentication. Like, I get it. Mm-hmm. And what's great about it is, well, it adds a little expense to your vacation. There's no question about it because you have to pay for these tests that are not cheap. These rapid mm-hmm. tests are, you know, 150 bucks. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. not, I mean, we're, I mean, it's not, it's not, it's, it's a, 
it's non-trivial in terms of like the expense of doing this on the front end and the you know in the first day you get you know three days before and three days after you get here mm-hmm. but you figure everybody on the planes had a negative covid test and you figure everybody in the bubble who's wearing one of these wristbands has had a negative covid test mm-hmm. and then i'm gonna get another negative covid test on friday you hope and and i'll be good <laughs> And I don't, and it makes perfect sense to me because, because number one, it makes me feel better about everybody I was sitting on the plane with. Sure. You know, everybody I've seen around the property. And, and, and the fact that it weeds out a bunch of people too. It's just not like a, there's no crowds here. I mean, right. there's, there are people around, but it's, I wouldn't say it was crowded. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the property's really good about, sort of, you know, you can't be in the elevator with other people besides your family. So, you, okay. I mean, that's a little inconvenient. Like, you'll hit the down button and, like, some it'll open, like, there'll be people in there. You don't have to pass, right? It's like, mm-hmm. so there's lots of stuff that's, I mean, it makes perfect sense for someone who has been good about their COVID practices over the past year. I didn't want to just, you know, throw shit into the wind and just be like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's great. Let's just let's just shit this all down. You know, this just <laughs> I would have hated to have like put myself and my family in a situation where, you know, you you're you you've you've done this whole thing for a year and then just like, okay, I'm done. I'm just go get COVID now. Right, exactly. And that's that's why I was shaking my head, isn't it? Because when we talked about this and you told me you were going to take this vacation, I was like, what? Like you can <laughs> see the finish line. What are you doing? How is this the time? But I understand. Hey, they're everyone has their own mental health needs. And mm-hmm. if you got to this point, you got to this point. Now I'm going to judge you for it. That's fine. Sure. That's fine. <laughs> and, and you know, it's fine. And, and I can, and I can take it in that in so much that, that the second we got here and the second I sort of settled into vacation mode, like I just felt like this huge weight was lifted. I mean, just to like look out the window and just see something different mm-hmm. made all the difference um, to me over the last, couple days that we've been here and you know we're going to be here for a good long stretch like until next week so we're doing like 11 days kids are going to school like kids are going to school out on the on the deck i mean they were getting up like super early in the morning six o'clock is when they're six a.m is when their their uh their classes start and then they're done by noon right and so it's it's really it's been really convenient here this at least this this is the first full day we've been here Mm-hmm. So, they, I mean, they seem happier. Everybody seems happier. I mean, it just, uh, it, it's well, just. Well, yeah, uh, you're in Hawaii. That's how it works. <laughs> are, it's not are, just, so everybody's still masking just, up and stuff? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. If you're in the public areas, you have to mask up. Um, all the all the restaurants around here that where we're staying are open air. So okay. they're not, so it's not like you're, if even if you're eating indoors, it's not like you're really eating indoors. Right, right, right. Um, we've ate. Most of our we've we've eaten most of our meals either by the pool or on the deck here, in our, you know, where we're staying. And it's and so it's a hotel though, because you said there's an elevator. It's a condo, yeah. It is a condo. Okay, is it's it, a condo. Is, is, okay, yeah. Because I was gonna say, like, if we're doing something like that, that to me that's the only way to go is sort of yes. private residence situation. Yeah, it's a condo. It's got you know, it's got you were able to. So that was the other thing about usually when we stay in these condos, um, when I get credits from my folks or where we vacation with our, my folks is that. Um, you know, you go to, you, you, you get here, you go to the grocery store and all that kind of stuff. So like, you know, 
Yeah, yeah that's the big so, benefit. It's like right. being able to stock up on food, not having to eat every yeah. meal out and tripling the cost of your vacation. <laughs> but we can't but we can't leave, right? Right. So, you know, it's, it, you have to dive into the Instacart thing. It's like, okay, okay. I had to so I had to have the Instacart people like deliver a bunch of groceries to us and all this other stuff. So, Did they leave them know, in your driveway. <laughs> leave them with the bellman who like brought them up, like leave them with it was it was pretty good. I mean, I I feel like I'm this feels like this feels very first class. Uh, maybe it's it's like uh, it's that you know what's the the Eddie Murphy bit about the the the, the saltine cracker at the you know while you're starving in the desert like is this the best cracker I ever had oh is this a Ritz cracker <laughs> it's like any vacation feels like the best vacation it's just right now so I you know I'm looking forward to the to another you know week plus of just breathing a little bit I mean it just uh, it's it's nice I mean I'm not. Uh, I'm not trying to rub it into our listeners who are. It sounds are, like you are. Who are, who are currently dealing with, you know, COVID, or if you live in whatever part of the country where it's not particularly nice weather-wise, or you know, spring is coming. Um, the uh, what we're what we really want is what I really want to say is that maybe there is a vacation for you. I know our friend uh, Jay mm-hmm. went on vacation to like Florida. That's like visiting the, the, the not-on-fire basement of a burning building. <laughs> no offense, Jay. Just that's, that's not like, yeah, And again, everyone has their... Everyone has the, the everyone gets to draw their own line here. And uh, I don't think he has COVID, so not yet, anyway. So we'll, well, I guess we'll keep an eye on that. But... Um, I think he had some personal business to, to conduct and tacked on a vacation. I got it. That's uh, yeah. that's the way to do it. But uh, yeah, I, I don't... I, I couldn't go to... Texas or Florida. I mean, those spring break things were so. Oh, but I will tell you, I, I will tell you, I did have one like minor sort of panic attack, which was okay. so we had we had a direct flight from Seattle to here, and then from here back to Seattle. So apparently nobody was on the flight from Seattle to to here. So okay. we uh, so they gave us a new flight. Which was Seattle to Phoenix, Phoenix to here, Lahui, Kauai. I'm like, okay, fine. So I don't know what the Phoenix airport's like or whatever. So we <laughs> we get there and we land, and they say, okay, you look at. So we were going from Alaska, and then American Airlines was was doing the next leg. So we look at the thing. It's like, okay. We're in Terminal Four. They're in Terminal Three. Let's. We have to move terminals, which was okay. And so we got. You're describing to me that the most specific part. And I didn't mean to interrupt you, but like, it's not the plane, it's not the resort, it's not the tra- it's the airport right. that I am just absolutely mortified about being in. Like, yes. I, I can't. I don't want to be. So there. again, so it was it was fine. So we landed. Okay, we landed. We got out of the plane. That terminal three. I okay, we were terminal three to terminal four, or whatever. Um, we uh, we get out. It's like there's not a lot of people in this terminal. It's like okay, totally fine. We meander over to this little tram that takes you to the next terminal. Uh-huh. Get to the next terminal and realize we have to go back through security again, uh-huh. which is always a huge pain in the ass. Like you're never ready to go back through security again. And so we go back through security. It was fine. And then you know we 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 walk down the end toward the the terminal. We turn to the right where all the gates are. And I turned the corner, and I swear to God, it was a sea of fucking people 
like boom like it's huge <laughs> and i was like what gate are we like 23 and it's like it's like like a just a sea of like shoulder to shoulder people all getting on planes and i did i had a little bit of a i mean it was one of those things where you just turn the corner and you're just you're, i mean i'm sure my eyes got just biggest saucers i'm sure it was just i'm sure i would love to have a picture of the look on my face as i rounded that corner because i probably went what in the hell so see you're braver than i am because we you know we basically haven't taken the kids anywhere in public in in a year Mm -hmm. more or less and it was it's been getting nicer and that's been harder to sort of deal with now yeah Right. It was one thing when I, I feel like it was happening. It was like, all right, we're just dealing with this. This is our shitty summer. What do we, you know, we'd be in the backyard. But it was going to be nice. So we took them. We're like, let's go. They've never seen the falls. So let's go up to the falls and check it out. We can stay outside. You know, wear masks. It's a hiking trail, whatever. Mm-hmm. First of all, packed. Just packed. Just, just and juice. At least, just packed. And at least one third. I'm glad we went when we did because by the time we left, it was like twice as busy as when we got there. Oh my God. And at least a third of the people just flat out aren't wearing masks. And a lot of them have like some stink on it about them. You know what I mean? Like they're like they have this face. Because... Right. Like 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 give me some crap about this right now, and I will blast you. Kind of that that kind of like. Just I'm re- I'm ready for you to say something, and I'm judging you for wearing one, like that kind of thing. Yeah. That's just and... a silly. That's just such a silly. That's such a silly notion to judge people for wearing one. Like no. I don't know. Because if you've talked, well, if I, look for the most part, if you don't wear one, you've talked yourself into it not being a risk. Right. Like you've talked yourself into the reality that there is no real risk. So everyone who's wearing a mask is a sheep or a stupid or stupid in some way. Right. Um, But yeah, we're walking like down the trail to the bottom of the falls and like these guys are just right behind me talking. And like I turn around to look and he's they're both carrying masks in their hand. (laughs) And I'm just I just stopped. I just pulled the kids over. I just stepped to the side for a minute. I was like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, you. I, look, if you don't want to wear a mask, that's your business. But stay the fuck away from it. Right. Right? Like, I mean, at least have the courtesy. And same thing, like, up at the at the viewpoint. We have a nice spot, kind of away from everybody. Some maskless asshole, like, comes right up on the rail, right up on me, too. And it's mm-hmm. like, there's room. There's room. Yeah. But I swear to God, he's doing it just because. He just wants to, you know, being just sort of adversarial about it, right? Yeah, yeah. Just it's like, it's so like, I'm the whole time, it's just like, I'm stressed out. So I'm glad you're get, finding some peace because, you know, my very small uh, experiences out in the world have been stressful. And not that I'm afraid. It's just like, I, I again, it, it's about, it's more about the sunk cost fallacy for me. Yeah. I've put all this time into not being in the, around people. Mm-hmm. I, I certainly, the last thing I want to do is get this damn virus. Right. And on the bright side, yeah. on the bright side, the state just announced today that, April fifteenth, everyone, everyone over the age of sixteen is 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 uh, can get a vaccine. Now getting an yeah, appointment. Well. Now getting appointments the trick, but <laughs> at least I mean at least I mean you're I mean if you can get an appointment you can get a you can get the vaccine. So that's yeah that that's a that seems like a a, a step in the right direction. I mean sure. That's also the same reason that we chose not to send the kids back to school for the last six weeks. Yeah, it's like first of all, they're in different grades, and the different grades are on different schedules. And I'm like, that's impossible. Right, I can't. Like, you can't. You can't. I have two children with totally different in-person learning schedules. Like, right, that's. I can't do it. Um, second of all, that we we have a bit of a routine. We're gonna we'll get through it. And then finally, I was like, again, I'm not gonna have spent 12 months in the house to throw to throw my kids back into a disease vector scenario where they bring me home this. Like, even if they don't get sick, they mm. you know they bring it home or whatever. Or somebody else. Has, I just it's. It's just too close to the end for me yeah. to, to to introduce risk. I just can't do it. 
that is <laughs> that is fair. And, uh, right. and like I said, it's uh, it's um, like I said, it's, things are things are things are looking better. Well, so we'll uh, we'll, we'll get ourselves shot up, and it'll be uh, it'll be good. Yeah, I mean, you know, except that now we've got the Brazil variant in New York and running rampant all over the place, and hospitalizations are up, and case counts have plateaued, and then are ticking up in certain areas. It's it's not a it's not a, it's not great, man. <laughs> but, uh, it's been a year for sure. Yeah, a long year. So. All right. Segment number two. So, uh, segment number two, um, I, I had, um, I got a new iPad from my work. Just something they give. Is this is this episode called Chris's Fancy Life? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's called. Just and so and so. I I realized as I was dinking around with it and getting it set up to do its thing that it came with. Any new iPad comes with like a year of Apple TV Plus or Apple oh. Plus TV. I clearly need to look into that. You should look at you. Do you have a Do you have an iPad that you've got a real a new one for? Um, so when we got the piano, uh-huh. we did the online lesson thing, and uh-huh. so I got um, an iPad to sit as the music in the music stand and and play the lesson. Okay, so you should look at that iPad. Because, yes, I should. Because my the iPad that I came with, if you just hit on Apple TV Plus, it says, "Hey." 12 months for free. I'm like, sweet as hell. Because there's some stuff I wanted to watch on there. Yeah, I'll actually get to watch Ted Lasso. And I, I wasn't going to pay for it. Yeah, I was just not going right. to do it. And so I decided I would just watch Ted Lasso. And Perfect. and much like everybody else, I'm enjoying it immensely. Mm-hmm. And and I think that, that um, uh, you know, you've won awards for it. It's, it is, I don't know, it's, it is a bit of a breath of fresh air. I mean, there's a lot to be... I mean, it's not just—it's not—it's not just Ted Lasso being sort of like uh, aw shucks kind of like I'm like positive all the time. He's got you know he's got his own shit he's dealing with. But I've really been enjoying it, and it and it it sort of I, I thought to myself, this is a a good program for the times. And again, I think a lot of people have been feeling less than optimistic lately about sure. a lot of things. And the, and it is easy to fall into that 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 hole, and to to watch a show where uh, the main character is is really committed to trying to be positive and trying to sort of help people and try to look at sort of the larger picture. I really felt like, hey, maybe you know, I think I'm kind of like that anyway, like in general. And it felt sure, like, we've talked about that before. Yeah, is that, that you have you tend to be optimistic to, I don't want to say at fault, but you know, like you said, that you, you have a view of the world where you feel like things are going to work out. Yes, yes, and 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 uh, I kind of have this. I've been feeling a very much of a kinship with Ted Lasso, and okay, and um, and I just and I thought it was, and just yeah, you know, <laughs> regathering my thought here about it, but um. Maybe I'm coming into a time where I don't want to be sort of apologetic about it. You know what I mean? There's a there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons to be sort of cross with the world. And I've just mm-hmm. been and I've been just, I'm looking for reasons now. I find my and I've been prior to even watching Ted Lasso. But I just I'm trying to find reasons to 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 not be mad about these things that are happening in the world. Not to say that I don't want to, 
not to say that I'm trying to devalue the the, the problems that the world has because I think there are real there's some real issues that need to be dealt with, but yeah. but I'm trying to figure out how to not be angry about it, but yet be, but yet be committed to making those kinds of to help the world make changes, or at least the people mm-hmm. I can you know the least the people around me who can make you know to be, you know, to be more positive about things. That's hard. It's been a, like I said. It's been a it's been a hard twelve months, right? It's been a hard, it's been a hard year. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's been, it's been a tough like decade, uh, for that. <laughs> I, I mean, you just you know, you know what my struggle is just the the constant bad faith, right? Is like sometimes, and this sounds very corny and self-aggrandizing, but sometimes I feel like I'm the kind of person who gives a shit in a world that doesn't. And that is a very um, frustrating Sisyphean kind of place to be when you can't directly affect any real change. Um, And I, you know, it's one of those things where you wonder about the impact of social media and how that's changed things. And it's certainly amplified literally everything right Mm -hmm. now because everything's flat. It's all the same and it it feels like everything is the same level of importance. Um, and it's like, it's absolutely poisoned the brains of the media and the kinds of questions they ask at things like the White House press briefing. Like, the, the, it's it's almost like the, 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 I mean, it was maybe it was always like this and I just didn't know, but it's one of those things where, you know, you hear things like questioning, I, the thing that sticks with me is hearing that reporter asked, uh, asked Joe Biden during that press conference if he thought he'd be running against Donald Trump in 2024. And it's like, what are you asking? Right. We're talking about the governance of the country and you're asking this guy to predict like the outcome of the opposing party's primary in four years. Yeah. What are you doing? Why does it matter? Like what exactly the whole point is, yes, that question is, I just want to stir some shit that I can talk about as opposed to, Hey Joe, what about actual issues? (laughs) Like, I don't think the media is interested in actual issues, right? Which is, which, which is, which is torturous, which is why, yes. which is why I turn it off, which is why I, I haven't watched, I cannot watch, I can't watch that news. I oh, I don't really either, that, but I, I still can, I consume like what I would consider responsible media channels. And often the responsible media channels are making me, they're also frustrated with the, the, the level of discourse, sure. which is not incur, you know, we're not making things better for me internally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you have to, you have to, it, it has become much more of an active process you have to consume and then you have to pick it apart and then you have to throw away the junky parts and try to get to like the actual pieces of the issue that they're hopefully trying to report on yeah. but when you but yeah most of it's like like the world's worst version of people magazine that they're trying to like ask questions about our highest to our highest government officials right, right. It, it's it, it, yes, it's it feels like it's just junk, and so well, so and, you end up turning it because, off, which is which well, and now because there's no barriers. Yeah. There's no barriers though, so like, you know, somebody like this. I hate getting stuck on politics, but you know, That's somebody okay. like the Marjorie Taylor Greens of the world can just post whatever and say all kinds of crazy shit. Sure, and then the media covers that because it exists mm-hmm. and it becomes viral, and so it's, you're no longer able to ignore people who deal in bad faith and who. Um, completely, you know, are, are not tethered to reality in any way. There's, there's no way to now just make that stop being a thing that's important. Right. You would, and I think that's really what's making me crazy. Yeah. You would hope in like, yes, in in the real world of, like, if you had, if you, if you're basically, if your world were the world, like, when you have 
a friend or a buddy or an acquaintance who just talks shit all the time, you just basically turn them off. Right. You're just like, okay, we're not going to hang out, right? We're not going to... And that's how government should work. Like, if Marjorie Taylor, Marjorie Taylor Greene, like, talks about shit, what would you... You just turn her off. It's like, okay, she's she represents this one little speck of the world. We won't give her anything important to deal with, and which is what government leadership does. You know, we'll assign you right. to whatever committee, and you'll just we'll just shuffle you off into the nether. And if you get reelected, great, whatever, we don't care. The, you know, you'll just be an ineffectual politician. You know, right. a legislator. But now you're able to just. But that person now gets all the attention, and right. people who are wanting to do the hard work of governance and legislation are not getting the the press that they deserve, or their issues aren't getting, you know, the the serious coverage that they should get. You know, because yeah, because it doesn't because some... it quote unquote doesn't sell papers. Like, what what are we doing? And to some extent, to some extent, I fall victim to it. Like, especially during you know the Trump years, is like I, I wanted our elected officials, or especially our our federally elected officials, or statewide rather, mm-hmm. federal representatives, to be stronger voices in opposition. And it kind of felt like they were just doing the same thing they always did, mm-hmm. as if things weren't different and i think now but the, i think it's still everyone is still behind on the fact that things are now different forever and until you catch up to that it's not much different than when you hear you know you have these tech these tech ceos get asked these dumbass questions by members of congress who just don't have any working understanding of how the internet functions oh god those things are those things are torturous but it's the same yes. principle right yeah. it's like it, it, in the, the traditional media even broadcast media still doesn't quite understand that you can't feed into it. You have to actually counter program in a way that's meaningful. Mm. And I, I think that that's only going to happen when politicians who are doing the work realize they have to start promoting it in a, yes. I, everyone is, every politician is going to have to be some sort of right. kind of tiny TV star. Right. right? Yeah. And that's and the, otherwise, right. yeah. you have to be a media star to, to be, to, to have that kind of, to, to get elected to that level of office these days. And yes. and I'm and I personally am tired of it, and yeah, it sucks. And but in my in my in my want to be more positive about that, I've turned off a lot of that. Like I've, I mean, I basically have killed off. I've basically muted everybody in my Facebook who posts political stuff. Like mm-hmm. I basically muted all those people out. Like who mo- promote like mostly like if. If a majority, if I consider a majority of your posts are like rants, like political rants, mm-hmm. you're you're on the mute. Um, I've tried to pair out my my Twitter feed to more like people I know or like golf Twitter. I'm on there with. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm sort of parsing out all that. Not that I don't want to be inf- not informed, because I'm taking steps to be informed, but mm-hmm. I just don't need that anymore. I don't need I don't yeah. need Twitter for that reason anymore. I don't need it to be. You know, I don't need I don't need all the 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 gross shouting and whatever happens on there. I'm just it's not I'm not interested in it. Yeah, but I mean, if 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 you unfollow that kind of stuff, then you can when when someone's talking about things like so I'll just read it. So a, a gentleman named Dr. Jason Johnson says, back in my day, the way a young white man was introduced to white nationalist philosophy was the old fashioned way in person from other white nationalists. These kids today and their alt right shortcuts. If you don't have things like that in your feed, you can't reply like I did. Control alt right. <laughs> so it's like, you know, 
It's, there's, it's, it has an equal weight in different ways. Sure. I want to be able to tweet control alt right when, when someone makes an alt right shortcuts joke. And I just, I'm not going to do that if I'm not following any political tweets. That's a good joke. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I wanted to share it. So. All right. Well, anyway, let me wrap this up by saying I'm enjoying Ted Lasso. I'm going to. I don't know if I'm going to be as sickeningly positive as Ted Lasso. I'm not sure if I. I'm sure that I'm not sure that's quite in me, but I'm definitely. Uh, I'm definitely feel like I'm going to be uh, leading that direction for a good long while because I like it. All right. Well, now in segment number three, Chris is going to talk about how he's playing golf in Hawaii. Woo! So on segment number three, I am really. <laughs> <laughs> I am drunk every day. No. Segment number three. This sign means that it's the beginning to our plot shop, ladies and gentlemen. We are finally opening up our own plot shop. It's plot shop. Did we did we put the bumper in? <laughs> I All guess right. we'll find out. We'll f- <laughs> I came across this really interesting article. I don't know. I don't even know. It's just a. It's just. It's, it seems it's kind of random to me, and I guess that um, that that. The parallels between people and dogs, maybe a little bit, <laughs> a little bit, okay. a little bit. But the the headline in the New York Times was "In Kabul's Streets, Dogs Rule the Night," and it's a really interesting story about basically a really war torn place where, when the mm-hmm. sun goes down, the criminals and the dogs come out. <laughs> now, mm. apparently, Kabul is overrun by packs and packs of wild dogs but they're i want to be clear though when people are when you're picturing this in your mind they're like labs they're like lab shepherd mixed dogs they don't look scary they don't look scary but they act very very scary yeah the um so apparently the municipality of kabul has been trying to get these dogs under control for a while but obviously City, you imagine city government doesn't work great in our country. If you imagine what how effective city government is in Kabul, you know it's got to be. Well, there's a telling quote in here, right, where they says uh, a gentleman, Mr. Ibrahim, says the government and the police they do what they can, but they don't have the capacity to fight dogs, terrorists, and thieves. <laughs> right. So that's tough. That's a, that's a not a that's not a good job. It's it's not a good job at all. But the uh, but. I thought this would be a really interesting place for the plot shop. Oh, God. This seems like such a minefield. We're going to talk about culling <laughs> wild dogs. There's a lot of people that are going to get really upset. No, no. It's not about culling wild dogs at all. So okay. my, my, so here's how the plot shop starts. We have a young man who's in the military. And his girlfriend is, uh, is, is a, uh, like a political emissary. She's part of a... She's part of a, you know, she's a civilian, but she works for the government um, doing diplomacy stuff. And okay. so he and his he and his his uh, his group of Marines are stationed in Afghanistan. Okay. And um, of course, it starts out sort of meet cute or whatever. We get we, we establish their relationship and they're both working for the government in their own capacities. So what happens is unrest breaks out in Kabul and he and his friends decide to go save his girlfriend. Okay. And so they go into Afghanistan, into Kabul 
only to find out that not only is there a bunch of unrest and you know like rioting and whatnot but there are dogs okay so now this this group of basically military deserters who he convinced him and he convinces his squad to desert to go to Kabul to help his to, to rescue his girlfriend after I don't know the embassy gets overrun or something okay. by terrorists. But they're a wall. They're not exactly deserters. Desert- they're a wall. Sure. Yes. Yeah. He's decided that their priorities were not the military priorities they have, but the priorities to save right. their, his girlfriend. So they they skedaddle into Kabul, only to find that not only is there military problems. But in to getting to, to where they need to go, they uh, they are they are beset on by wild dogs. <laughs> it's sort of like a Black Hawk Down and the Gray, kind of yeah. kind of mixed it mixed together. When you sent me this, I was like, okay, so Liam Neeson's. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be Liam it's, Neeson's it's, um... <laughs> daughter is kidnapped. And there's dogs. Yes. I, actually, I went a completely different direction. Oh yeah. What, do you, so what were you I, thinking? I was, I was. I had like a uh, a thought that there was, you know, they, they talk about the the in the article that the dogs and the thieves just basically sieging the town at night, right? Uh-huh. Like you can't move. Like these vendors who who have to cut their hours short, like start later and end earlier. Because yeah, because when the sun goes the down, dogs. the shit goes down. Right. Yeah, the freaks come out at night. <laughs> Um, and some sort of a, almost a, uh, I, I haven't quite gotten there. I can't decide if it's a, a, like a young adult angle where there's like a youthful person who is idealistic and maybe gets knocked out by the thieves and then, you know, rescued by the, so they, at the end of the article, there was a bit talking about how some young people have started to try to form relationships with the dogs to try to keep them from attacking them. Okay. Like during the day, yes, they like will go like interact with the dogs, like they're domesticated dogs. Uh huh. So that if they run across them in a vulnerable moment, the dogs won't attack. So I was, I was extrapolating on that idea that this young person maybe put in some time. Like the, you know, all these people hate the dogs and, you know, the, the dogs are evil or bad or whatever. And the kids like I, the dogs aren't bad. You know, everyone is just they're just hungry or whatever. Right. Yeah. They're just trying to stay alive. Right. Right. And so the dog somehow like I'm, I'm going to the Beastmaster theme here again. <laughs> the dog somehow <laughs> marshals the dogs. Sorry, the, the the boy somehow mar the boy or girl whatever it doesn't matter uh, somehow marshals the dogs in, in sort of a beastmaster pied pipery kind of way to overthrow like the, the the crime syndicate in the town and like liberate the town by 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 interest turning the dogs to the good side yeah well, that's a well that's a very altruistic sort of positive take on this uh, on this problem that they're having yeah like uh, the wild dog tamer like. <laughs> Yeah, I'm afraid your movie's gonna have a lot of shooting dogs, and that seems like a non-starter. I think you know. I think you don't have to have. I mean, they can menace. They can menace you without you having to. They definitely have to fight them. They're definitely gonna have to like, you know. They they you know they don't know. They go in during the day, they show off their military prowess, and then the sun goes down, and as they're trying to make their way through the streets, they they keep getting cut off by these dogs. Yes, they're gonna have to shoot some dogs. <laughs> <laughs> it seems, I don't think that's going to play well with the test audiences. A, I mean, I again, I don't <laughs> really. You think are people are going to get angry with me with the shooting shooting wild dogs? Yes, 
I think people are angry at you right now hearing <laughs> you say the words shooting wild dogs. I'm going to stop saying it. You're, yeah. How can you how can you how, how can we make it so you can have your movie without them having to shoot the dogs? Um they, do they, oh, can they can they outwit the dogs? I mean this is the yeah, I don't know. This that's the that's the whole that's I guess that is the tricky part of that. The one of the other ways I was thinking about it was somebody doing it, perform, you know, pulling a crime and trying to get out of town. Mm-hmm. And and being beset by wild dogs, while they're like, while you know, a team of thieves tries to get out of town, you're still gonna have to shoot some dogs, but you could you could disarm them a little easier. Like you could make it to where maybe they didn't have guns. Maybe it was like more of a because they're thieves. Maybe they didn't really feel the need to have be like heavily armed like the the military guys were. But I still <laughs> I got Taylor Kitsch starring in my movie. <laughs> First, I, I think he's a. I think he's a. He's the right guy. I'm gonna forgive him that whole battleship thing. I'm gonna move him. I like battleship. I'm gonna. What's that? The the bad parts of battleship aren't his fault. <laughs> I I I kind of enjoy battleship, but anywho, the uh, yes. So I haven't. I, I'm trying to think of. I'm trying to think of. It's just. It's very. It's a very. You know. It's that that story where there's just a lot of disaster happening around two people, mm-hmm. and and you know and wild dogs. <laughs> I think the wild dogs have to end up being the good guys. Yeah, if, in, you if, have to get to a point. Yeah, in the end, where, where someone builds the trust. Yes, like he has to build the trust or somehow. Like the dogs are chasing him, and uh, maybe they keep running into him and having to outwit them, and over time. He develops sort of a grudging respect, like for, the like, alpha. Like the dog. alpha finally, the alpha yeah. finally decides, like maybe, maybe Taylor Kitsch is alpha enough to where he doesn't want to kill him, but also does like sort of like decides, okay, you're okay enough. In the way that like the Velociraptors end up fighting the T Rex at the end of Jurassic Park. <laughs> the T Rex fights for the T Rex. Yes. But it's opportunistic. It doesn't have to be perfect, but maybe that you have a, you know, I mean, if it is a Taylor Kitsch movie, it sounds like we can make it stupid. So. <laughs> yes. Oh, we, <laughs> oh, we definitely don't have to make this. Yeah, it definitely could be stupid. I think stupid is important here. I think. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I prefer the dog whisperer myself. <laughs> I think. <laughs> like a young, like a young street boy ends up like forming a, there, forming a. There you go. What if we combine them? Yeah, yeah. Like he forms a relationship with the dogs. Yes. And then we can combine them. Then yes, like he then, like has to then, guy. He finds him as a guy, yes. or he's he's run into him. He's developed a relationship with him. He sees the kid every day on his way to and from wherever he right. goes. And then and then the kid has a relationship with the wild dogs. Right. And then Taylor Kitsch and his squad of Marines ends up saving this like boy. Guys, in some, so he needs in some like way, the, shape, or form. The, and he yeah, realizes. and he needs the thirty dogs to overcome the, the the thieves' hideout. Right. Or somebody tells him. At some point, it's like the only way to get to the middle of town is to find this boy. He's the dog whisperer. He's the only one who can get you through. <laughs> so you have to shoot a bunch. Of... I don't know. <laughs> what if they have to hide in the pack of dogs to break in? <laughs> what if they have to kill a bunch they of could... dogs and wear their hides in? Yeah. <laughs> like a zombie movie. It does. It does yeah, yeah. have a bit of a zombie movie feel to it, right? Like, yeah, when you first sent me this, I thought it was going to be a big, you know, uh, a mass of intelligent dogs like the 
No, <laughs> like, like the main. Like <laughs> no, 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 no. They're they're just they're just. There's gonna be a ball in the center of town. It's just a thousand dogs riding around. Dude, the Minx movie would work a hundred percent, hundred percent chance. This yeah. also would work. I can see it in my head. This would also work. This would also work great. People would love this movie. It would be action packed. They don't kill too many dogs, but the dogs kill a bunch of people. Sure. And then and then. Then they come across this man who says, "My son is the is the, like a boy who can't speak. Like his son is like autistic, mm. or his son is the, his son's never the... been able to talk, but yet he he, he 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 knows he understands the dogs." What if the boy has been the dog trainer for the thieves and he he rebels? Oh, interesting. Changing it up. Changing, Changing it, up. it up. Anyway, right. I don't know. I'm going to keep it simple. <laughs> they shoot the dogs. The dogs come. The dogs come in like mass. They're like they're big. Your movie's not getting released if there's a bunch of shooting of dogs. It's not happening. I don't know. All right, leave your what if, leave your leave your uh, leave your uh, leave your comments. <laughs> leave your leave your angry. John, what if this John Wick is involved leave your, somehow? Leave your angry comments on our Twitter handle at two on three pod. <laughs> No, no, no. Send these directly to Chris. <laughs> At CD Middlestore on Twitter. And tell me I'm a bad person. It's okay. I can take it. All right. You know what this part of the show is. Are you stupid or something? Are you crazy? Or just plain stupid? Are you stupid or something? Stupid is stupid does, sir. The stupidest things ever said. You are so dumb. You are really dumb, for real. <laughs> Do you remember the Bed Intruder song? The what? Don't you remember Antoine Dodson? He's climbing in your windows. Oh, right, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You are so dumb. You are really dumb, for real. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Uh, this is from a book, apparently, called March of the Robots by Lionel Fanthorpe. Here's the quote. They had chosen their time very well indeed. The city slept, men slept, women slept, children slept, dogs and cats slept. Except in Kabul. You need an editor, Lionel. <laughs> Except in Kabul, where the dogs don't sleep. All right, this is a flyer for the Golden State Window Cleaning Service in Santa Rosa, California. Competitive pricing for widow and gutter cleanings, starting at just $50. I mean... Clean your widows. <laughs> Those poor, those poor women have already lost their husband. So people don't proofread things anymore. <laughs> well, why would they? I mean, the spell I check. The... the spell check catches everything, right? Yeah. Well, you know how much I hate a possess, possess or not non. You know how much I hate apostrophes and plurals. Yes. It's it makes me crazy. I hate that my I hate that my phone wants to do it sometimes oh, when no. I'm trying to pluralize something like Jordans, for instance. Sure. That's just a plural. It's not possessive. Um, I was playing the Newcastle golf course not too long ago. And there's a sign about not hitting the houses. And it Uh-oh. says golfers. And there's an apostrophe. And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> you had this whole custom sign. Like, it's, a, it's like a wood carved sign, right? Uh-huh. Just take a Sharpie out and just fix it. Just write on it. I hate it's it. like, I can't take it anymore. No one in the chain of custody of this sign was like, hey, you don't want an apostrophe here. <laughs> it's like, right. we made the oh. signs, we paid for them, somebody carved it. Like, the carver didn't even, the carver was even like, oh yeah, they sent it to me with the apostrophe, I'll put the apostrophe in there. 
I'll tell you from experience, the, the guys that do the carving and the engraving, they're like, man, this is what you wrote. Right. They don't care. Like, <laughs> you can make an obvious mistake on that paper, and they're like, nope, this is what you said you wanted. That's what we did. <laughs> uh, we have another one from The the Chase. So the Chase host Bradley Walsh says, which historical figure signed his name Guido? Contestant William Shakespeare. <laughs> It's hard to be on these quiz shows under pressure. The Chase. I'm still like the Charlie Sheen, Christy Swanson movie. <laughs> I'm still the, that's the only Chase that I care about. Sorry. Do you know who signed their name Guido? No, Father Guido Sarducci from the uh, <laughs> from the from the original SNL. I don't have any idea. I, <laughs> I was like, I thought it was like, is it well enough known? And the craziest thing is that I. I there's not enough context for me to even find out here. It's probably like, of course you, uh, is it Mario? <laughs> I don't know. No, I literally do not know. That, actually, was it Luigi or uh, uh, Waluigi? <laughs> Maybe. If he went by I don't Guido. Know. I don't know. Maybe it was Leonardo da Vinci. <laughs> he wrote in Guido. <laughs> no? No, I don't think so. But oh, okay. Close. Uh, here's NASCAR racing commenter, Daryl Waltrip. I guarantee you that these drivers will use every ounce of the width of this track. <laughs> and every inch of the beer that I'm drinking. That's right. Uh, on Forbes.com, Bill Gates, the richest person on the planet, is also the richest man in Washington State. We're working our way back. <laughs> so it seems. <laughs> okay. All right, we got a tech support call. You know how much I love these. Oh, man. Tech support. Okay, now bring up Google for me. Customer. Okay, I'm on Google. All right, good. That means you're connected to the internet. Is there a way? Is there any way we can verify that? Well, you just brought up Google. Well, how do I know that this is the Google? <laughs> man, send them to the speed test, man. That's what I always do. Dude, you can't. Just fast.com. That's the one I always send people to. You just go to fast.com, and if it actually pulls numbers for you, you're connected to the internet. That reminds me of the days when you get the Comcast broadband internet, and they're like, uh, okay, so I need to, like, let me have your computer. And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, is it connected to the internet? He's like, yeah, but I got to install this software. I'm like, you absolutely do not. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you're not touching my computer. 100% is not going to happen. I was like, show me your laptop. I was like, connect it to the router. Okay, can you ping the DNS host that you're looking at there? Cool. See the ping returns? Fantastic. Get the hell out of my house. Beat it. <laughs> Don't touch my computer. Don't even bring it up. Don't even look at it. Yeah, I think they've gotten slightly savvier about that over the years. Yeah, it's better now. It's better now. Yeah. Somewhat. somewhat. But back in the day, they were like insistent. No, yeah. we need to install this. I'm like, hell no. No, you don't get to touch my computer. You've already no, effed that, up my broadband. You're not going to touch my that, computer. That line is connected to the internet. You can leave. Goodbye. Yeah, thank you. All right. And finally, uh, from a police blotter in Brockton, Mass. When police told 20-year-old Redacted that a woman had identified him as one of three men who burst into an apartment on Redacted Street late Saturday night and held the occupants at gunpoint, he said that was impossible. How could she tell it was me? I had a mask on, he reportedly told police. <laughs> That's also true. In 2020 and 2021. It is. I thought it was very timely. I have a mask on. Did you see the story about the guy that got arrested for the insurrection wearing insurrection merch? 
I was there. I was there. January 6th. I was <laughs> <laughs> literally getting perp walked out of his own house. I people, was there. People oh so dumb. Hilarious. Speaking of uh speaking of uh you can't recognize me without a mask, my daughter played a golf tournament uh last weekend. And on Sunday it was raining. And I looked out onto the driving range after she had like because I needed to give her something. I had to go back to the car, give her something. I walked out to the driving range, and there were a sea of basically masked, black black shirt or black jacket, black pants, girls with ball, big like black haired ponytails. It was like the whole sea. It's like <laughs> one of these is my daughter. He said screamer name. I was like, which like as I walked third, I turned and like as I was walking toward the driving range, I said to scan like back and forth and back. Like, like on any other given day, it would just have been like, oh, there she is, I see her. It's like it sounds like we're in the overtime. 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 All right, so uh, <laughs> she should be able to recognize you. Yeah, but she was like looking the other way. She was like doing her thing. She's going through mm. her warm up. I just, and they're all about like there's a number of those players who are about the same height, same description, same. Sure. They're very she similar. She might not recognize. Similar she might not recognize you anymore. <laughs> she might not Sorry. recognize me anymore. So yes, uh, if you follow me on Twitter, you will see that I did refresh my look. I rebooted. I couldn't take it anymore. I uh, got the hair cut off, shaved the beard. Um, now I look like a regular human being again. A big melon-headed Filipino guy. But I don't uh, like to look, have to look all, at all this face. What's up? Too much. There's too much face here for me. I'm so happy. <laughs> no, you look. No? You look very handsome. You look, of course, as everyone always says when they cut their hair and shave their beard. You look so much younger. So yeah. So <laughs> I did post it on Facebook, and people like, yes, of course. There's 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 a real benefit to like looking like crap for a long time and then like pulling yourself <laughs> into focus. Like you just, people are like, God, he's looked terrible for like the last year. And then you snap it back into focus and be like, Oh my God, you look so good. It's just, it's good for your self-esteem. It gets nice, but, but you're, <laughs> you're still holding on. So I am so much I, so I'm that not you cutting it so much so that now you're wearing headbands full time. now. Basically. Yeah. So there's just so much hair on my head, and it's like again we've talked about the consistency of my hair not being the kind of hair that like lays down, right? It's it's right. it's everywhere, especially after I you know the, specifically with the the mornings I wake up, I have early calls, and and I have showered the day before, and then you know my slept on it, and now it's just like it's everywhere. Even if I brush it, it's just sort of like <laughs> right. it, no, it's... I can make it look nice, but it only stays nice for like five seconds, and if I move, right. it starts kind of flying around my head. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, I, I just got uh, one of these headbands for my wife, and and uh, and then I ordered my own finally. Like, <laughs> I've been wearing this one for like a week, and because now like you're looking at me, right? And yeah. I look at, but basically like looks like Pat Riley unless I turn my head to the side, yeah. right? Yeah. Do you get a nice and tortoise shell number for the for your headband? Like maybe a black. This one, one is just like a gold one. No, I just got black, but this one I'm wearing now, you can see. Yes, it's yeah, fashion it's like color. Gold. It's gold, and it has like those little pieces of rubber in it, so it doesn't move around. Uh huh. So I got some, yeah, some rubberized because I'm committed to this look now, and and I'm I'm basically like somewhere between HBK and like 1994, and like Eddie Guerrero in 2003, <laughs> somewhere in the middle. Um, the the uh, so you're you're now sharing headbands throughout the family now. 
like you know. just no, just me, just me. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> and I do have to get my own though, and I, you know, I was annoyed that like they all say like women's headbands, and I'm like, hey, you know, this, you know, as a, as a white man, I finally got to kind of experience the like what it's like to be excluded. <laughs> Right? No, actually, it's funny. Like you know, I make a joke. I make a joke, but the the reality is that that this is what it must feel like for people who are sort of excluded from mainstream society, or, or even minorities that you know feel like they're not represented. Like right. you, know, you look at that and you like you let it roll off your back. It's like, well, it's right. not for women. It's for me. Right. Right. <laughs> but they're telling me it's for women. <laughs> And I don't appreciate it. Right. What are we? What, you're, we're going to introduce a line of uh, headbands for like uh, for 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 homebound males now <laughs> <laughs> who don't want to get haircuts. I, I just I'm going to get a haircut at some point. I just don't know when. Yeah, I hear you. And I'm not going to cut it all off at that, that time either. I'm not going back to like just the, the the standard shortcut. I'm I'm going to definitely embrace the Adrian Grenier of it all. <laughs> <laughs> the, so here's the thing. It did. Po- we had a brief conversation. I don't know if it was on wax, but uh, about getting a haircut. Like I thought maybe I would get one cleanup cut, but leave the mm-hmm. leave it long. Yeah. And and uh, and I actually had every intention of doing that. In fact, the woman who cut my hair, I said, she said, "Oh, I like your hair that long." Let's, and I said, "Oh, I think I'm going to keep it long. Let's let's keep let's just clean it up." And she went through it, cleaned it up, and I just was like, you know, this isn't going to work. And so I said, "Hey, would it be too much trouble for you to just get the clippers out and mow this mow this thing off and and let's be done with it?" And she was very sweet about it. I said, "Hey, here's the deal. I know you've been working on my hair for like 15 minutes." to make this thing go and I know that I'm asking you to cut it all off and I said I don't even mind if you're going to charge me for a whole second haircut here I get it I mean I'm cognizant of your time but she did not charge me for a second haircut Uh, but I did tip her like much much extra because because yeah because you can't I mean she gave me a she basically gave me a haircut and I was just like uh no no thanks (laughs) then I was was gone so but she was super sweet about it I feel like with the headband in I look the way you remember when Brody Jenner was on the hills <laughs> <laughs> and there'd be like the, he had the longer hair, but then yes. like on the weekend, he wouldn't want to have to like do it with the products so uh-huh. throw the headband in. Yeah. That's, that's, that's why. But, but you know what? He's like, he was like 23 or 24 at mm-hmm. the time. I'm, you know, 41. It feel, I look at myself and I'm like, you're so fucking ridiculous. Did he run, did he run far away from this whole fiasco? Is that what his deal he, was? I don't know. He did manage to sort of disappear, didn't he? Yeah. Good for him. God bless him. Hope he's doing well. Yeah. But, uh, but that's yeah. the that's the long cut I'm gonna go for. It okay, it's the, that, the Brody Jenner's long hair. That that's uh, that's that's fair, and uh, and shaving the beard was like another. You know, I had a lot. I mean, I don't. I'm not. I don't really consider myself a guy with a lot of beard, but I had a lot mm-hmm. of beard. You know, there was like there was much clippering of like shaving it down and then actually getting. And then I had to find a razor. I didn't know where my razor was. I hadn't used it in like a year. I don't know. The blade on it was like ridiculously awful, and so I had to yeah. like try to dig through all my drawers to like find a replacement blade. It was just a fiasco. But, uh, but... yeah, I haven't blade shaven my face even before I grew an actual beard. For like two or three years before that, yeah. <laughs> just because I hated the like, the irritation and the dealing with the, uh-huh. the way the stubble, so I would just like I would always just trim it down to like really tight stubble at all times. Uh huh. Yeah. So anyway. anyway, I'm free from that now. I'm sort of uh, I'm I'm sort of enjoying being uh being being just a big head with no hair and on it. <laughs> all right. 
Well, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about in the OT is Deshaun Watson making news for the wrong reasons lately. Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson. <laughs> oh, God. What did he do? What has he done now? Well, it's just the same stuff. It's just up to like 21 women now. Man, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a that's a that that number's growing, like it grows like COVID is what it's growing like exponentially. <laughs> you don't want you don't want accusals of uh, indecent behavior to uh, hockey stick on you because that's a. I mean, um, he was widely considered like a good guy, right? I mean, it's like I mean, I personally hadn't heard anything until you get the first news of it. Now it's like everybody's everybody's got news. Yeah, um, it sounds like he was one of the sort of massage therapist creepers. Yeah. yeah. That's not good. No. It's like, why don't you just wait until, if you really want to, like, yeah, whatever. I'm not going to get into it. Like, I just, there's, there's, there's ways for you, Deshaun, to get what you want as a rich, handsome athlete. Sure. Without resorting to the kinds of methods. This is, this is the classic, why are you drunk Look, if you driving? Want a pro, why are you drunk? Hire a pro. Yes. Yes. Why are you drunk you... driving when you're a professionally athlete with like millions of dollars? Just have someone pick you up. Have anybody like take a cab, Uber. Like, there's no reason for you to drive drunk if you are a billion, multi, multi-millionaire athlete. Everyone knows that massages can be sexy, but you can't force them to be sexy. <laughs> You can't be getting like uh, yes, uh, you can't be getting like physical therapy, and then no. and then and then engage the, your superpower. The kind of masseuse who's going to get hired by an NFL player is not the kind of masseuse <laughs> that you apparently think. Is, anyway, I, this is not why I want to talk about this. Oh. But the one every time this hits, all I can think about, and this is very immaterial, and I don't want to make light of the situation at all, is that. He was the only person in the league I would have been fine with Seahawks trading for, trading <laughs> Russell Wilson for. Like if you said, see, Russell Wilson traded to the Texans for Deshaun Watson and other exchanges of assets, yes. I'm like, okay, that works. I'm right. not upset about it. Right. From and a, now, from an athletic, from an athletic standpoint, a nice, a, a nice exchange. Maybe one that makes sense even. Right. But uh, now I'm glad that yeah. I'm not. I think we that we thing. oftentimes, I mean, we bang on Russell Wilson a lot for being like like way corny. All the time, I've come all the way back around on it. But, but you know what? I mean, I I never feel like he's being like I never feel like he's like doing weird shit, like like most other like most other pro athletes. Like, oh, he seems like a nice guy on the surface, but that guy's doing weird shit. Like, right, right. I feel like I feel pretty. I feel you know if you if I were to bet like if you were to make me bet a hundred bucks that he wasn't doing weird shit, I would bet the I would bet that he wasn't doing. I'd feel pretty good about that bet. Yeah, it's always tough when people are like real in your face with the religion, though. It always feels like I it's know, overcompensating. But yes, but yeah. he's just, I don't know. Like you said. No, I, I, I tend to agree with you. Yeah. So the last thing I was going to share with you was that, you know, I shared an incident with the the police a few weeks ago or the sheriff. Oh, yeah, yeah, with the ago. person walking around on the road. Yeah. That one? Uh, yeah. But this is not related to that. It's just another story. Okay. Interacting with the cops and being like, yeah, dude, you guys just don't give a shit. Um, so I, you know, they look out the window and there's like quite a few police cars on the street. They're not their lights on or anything. But then once a few of them have gathered, like six officers, heavily armed, like Uh-oh. in full body armor and with like 
the the kind of we're we're bringing the automatic weapons to the response call like on your of. street yeah 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 and you've oh, been to my neighborhood right yeah, yeah so it's not the kind of place you'd expect to see that kind of thing no um not at all. and i was outside uh-huh. and i'm like uh you know what's happening and they're basically just, just go inside <laughs> i'm like what you realize I've never seen anything like this right. in the neighborhood. Can you at least be like, you know, I mean, maybe you can't talk about it, but can, can you like, well, you know, I, mean, I, I just, they clearly didn't want to be bothered. I get it. And I'm not trying to bother them, but like, if you're going to like sort of just walk down my street with automatic weapons, you expect me to just be fine with it. I don't know. This, <laughs> I probably would have gone outside myself. I probably would have been like peeking. I probably would have peeked out. The I was door. already outside. Oh, you're <laughs> like, oh, yes. Hi officer. Like getting the trash cans. And they're like, oh, it's like not far away. And they just sort of like waved at me like things were normal. And I'm like, so should I like barricade myself in the house? Like what's happening? Do we have, do we have dangerous people on the loose in my neighborhood? They had no interest in giving me any information whatsoever. Did you, did you find next door didn't produce anything? For you? No, really? No, I never, never found out what happened. They were down. So there's this private driveway that runs behind our, uh, that services like three homes that are, it's about a quarter mile down behind our house. Oh, well, these houses, these houses are, they went down there they were gone for a while. It wasn't the, it wasn't the loud truck driving dudes. No, no, no. That, that guy's like, right. That guy's right next door. Oh, okay. Um, just on the other side of the street. There's a different, one. uh, there's, there's a, there's a private road that wraps around behind our house. That oh, you, okay. You have to know it was there. And there's like three houses down there, about a quarter mile, quarter mile into the woods. Um, they doing some, this like, is actually they doing some ago, like weird so. cult shit back there. I don't know. There was definitely some stuff going on, oh, but they were back there for a while. Nothing. I didn't hear anything. Yeah. No but crack, again, it's like, well, I, no I, I feel like you should tell me. Yeah. Nothing. It's none of your business, sir. Get back inside. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> He's like no, a fully okay. armed response. Like in your neighborhood. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like every now well, and, and then, get... like, yeah. After the first wave came, I forgot, like another two cops showed up, another two cars showed up and then they, they like ran to catch up. Whoa. Yeah. They didn't bring in the military, the retired military vehicle police officer unit. No, and 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 no, interesting thing is, none of the cars arrived with their lights or siren on. Oh, yeah, they didn't want those guys to know they were coming. There's some weird it's shit so going. There's seem. some weird shit going on in your neighborhood, man. Yeah, I think that house has actually since been cleaned out. This was a little while ago, and uh, <laughs> there's just something reminding me of it. And I think that house is no longer uh, occupied by those people. In fact, I think there's a whole bunch of construction going on back there now. Because now I actually watched uh, watched them try to to unload a backhoe, and they can't get it down that little road. It's really it was quite funny to watch. <laughs> they have to re-road that whole place. Yep. All right. Well, that's our show. Thanks to you, Chris, for joining us from a remote location. Hey, I'm glad I came. Uh, thanks. All... Sorry, the delay has been killing us tonight. Now, so what were you going to say? No, I said it's been fun. All right. Our thanks to all of you listeners for listening to the two on three pod where we look outward to help you look inward, subscribe and review the show. And don't be shy about sharing your thoughts and suggestions. We'll be back next week with more pop culture, life strategies and existentialism. But until then, face no aloha. Aloha. Aloha.